All right, folks, well, the San Francisco Giants are in Los Angeles. They face a 4-2 deficit, but if anybody can bring them back from the brink, Michael, you know what? Michael Franti might be do. able to do it. No, this is what we do. This is what the Giants do. You know, we, <laughs> we try to get down two runs so that we can keep the fans in the seats. You know, the Giants are all not, not just about winning games and winning World Series. They're about selling popcorn and peanuts. If you keep them in the seats of the ninth inning, you it's sell more stuff. It's just a strategy. It's just a strategy. It's marketing. They're all you know? in on it. It's, everybody's in on it. The whole team's in on it. The well, whole, you know, sunflower seed, seed thing, that's all part of it, too. <laughs> that's an interesting, I haven't quite heard that explanation. Yeah, the that's why we always wait till the very, very, you know, the bottom of the ninth to, you know, finally take it home. All right, well, while that may be the case most nights, you can say yeah. when Tim Linscom goes out these days, yes. as he started tonight's game, he's struggling, and the Giants he's, find oh, himself in a predicament. God. It's so brutal to watch him because we've all seen – Timmy Linscombe, everybody in America loves to see Timmy succeed because he's like, he's, he looks like your kid brother who's like 145 pounds, dripping wet, out of the shower, you yeah. know, baby face. And he gets on the mound. He's got this incredible mechanics. It's just, it's so fun just to watch him warm up. You yeah. know, it's amazing to see the way that he pitches. And now he's a guy who used to be able to go seven, eight innings and just rock it. And now he gets to like five innings. You know, and you see him start to struggle, and you just you just want to go out there yourself, and it's like, bro, come on, man, let's let's go get a beer, man. man. You know, <laughs> and then and then he he starts to stumble, he starts to fall, and like, how do you take like a multiple Cy Young winner off the mound? You know, yeah. it's like it's just like a pride thing. Last year when he was like this middle reliever who came in, he was like untouchable. It was awesome. He had a phenomenal October. Yeah. I mean, one of the key parts of their success in October was what he did there. And I know back then they were looking forward to th this spring kind of with trepidation, not yeah. knowing what to do. Yeah. And now you say that. So there's big struggles for him, and a lot of it's probably mental. What would you say? I mean, have you had struggles? Have you had a down in your – In my career, we were down for like the first 20 years. So, <laughs> so it just it was yeah. a pla low plateau. Yeah, we were down for the first 20 years. So – you know, we had our first sort of like, quote unquote, top 20 hit. Uh -huh. And we'd never had a song in the top 20,000 before. Wow. Our, our, our best record before that went double linoleum. And, and suddenly we had a top 20 hit. I was in LA when it went in the top 20 with Say Hey, I Love You. My appendix ruptured that week. No way, for real. And and I'm on the I'm on like the gurney going in to have an operation. I thought I was gonna die, and I'm I get this text like your song's in the top twenty. I look up at the doctor. I'm like, you better fix me because I want to hear my song in the radio for the first time. You know. <laughs> that is that is the zero sum game right there. That's it. I'm and on the way into an operation. It's great because I wow. you know I, I've been making music for a long time. I put out my first record of a little punk rock band called the Beat Nigs in 1987. And then I had a band called Disposable Heroes of Hypocrisy, and that went to 92. And then we started Spearhead in 93. And I've been going, you know, since then. And we've always just been touring around the country, playing live, developing our live following. Suddenly we had this hit. And so people were like, who is this new guy, Michael Franti? You know, like, I'd be in a shopping mall and say, I love your song. We've never heard of you before. And I'm like, you know, 43 years old, <laughs> whatever, you know. I've, I've been around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now it's great, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the radio with, with Bruno Mars and all these people, and I'm like, you know, I'm the only artist on the radio who actually, their first record was a, was a record. It was actual. It was like an actual piece of, of vinyl, you know. It wasn't a digital track yeah. of something. 
That's uh, that's awesome. I mean, that's a great see, and I think that's one of those amazing things where people be like, "Oh, where did he come from? He won an overnight success." Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe like a yeah. an, a night on Jupiter. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's really twenty years of overnight success. Yeah, I'm glad I finally broke through on that. All right, so I'm gonna use that one, JV. I, it. I like a, that night on Jupiter. That's, that's when it finally broke through. You know, after the red spot storm. Uh, I'm gonna turn you over to baseball now, as the right. Giants need some help. There's one out now. Yep. And it looks like who's digging in there? It was. Uh, it was. It's. Uh, who is digging in? Kiros. Oh, yeah. Batting 171. Guillermo Quiroz. Yeah. I might, I might, yeah, I might save it. We'll save it for Andres Torres. He should yeah. be up. There's only one out. <laughs> so let's go to something else while, we do, while we're doing this. We'll reset. You've been doing it for 20 years, finally yes. got through, and now it's going. Is it going well? Yeah, it's is going great. Yeah, we, we have a new single that's out called I'm Alive. And um, it's a. You know, all my songs are like uplifting songs about life. You know, they're all inspiring songs, fun songs, songs about love, songs about what's happening in the world and about overcoming difficulty. And, and that's that's what I love to write about. You know, um, I travel all around the world, you know, and I get my inspiration from just meeting people on the streets and talking to them about their life and their difficulties and then. And then trying to make music that transforms that into something yeah. that's and, fun. And has, and that, has that been the process for a long time? Where Because that's I, uh, we listen to music, we know Say Hey Broke Through. You did a version yeah. for the Giants in 2010. Yes. And that, it's, it, it's really up. It's all yeah. celebratory and up. Was that always the case? Or was that something that broke no, through for you? No, you know, when I first started, I was really into, like, angry, aggressive political music. Okay. And I'd, I'd go to places, you know, like, for example, I wrote this one song called Crime to Be Broken America that was all about the prison system in California and how much money was being spent in prisons and not in schools. Somebody said, have you ever gone and played in a prison? I went in a prison and uh, we were playing a song and, and uh, these guys were like, yo, we don't want to hear that. We want to hear songs about how much we miss our girlfriend. We want to hear really? songs that make us dance and make us laugh. Wow. You know? So there's something that's, that is transformative and is uh, you know, healing about making music that's that's uplifting and inspiring. It's what everybody at the end of the day really wants, no matter what social condition you come out of. That's a that's a big lesson learned. It's amazing to learn yeah. a lesson like that yeah. in a prison. I mean, it's it's what it's what baseball is about too. In the same way, you know, it's like what you know. It's it's not a lot of sports like baseball where you have such an international cast of players. You uh -huh. know, now we have players from Asia. We have players, you know, from. Latin America, we have players from all walks of life in, in America here. You see, you know, the World Baseball Classic, baseball spreading to countries all around the world. And, and it's, it's, it's a great thing, you know, when you see, like, uh, if I could be a player, uh -huh. my one day that I'd want to be would be April 15th every year when everybody wears 42. You know, what sport? Would you be a giant? Would you be one player? I'd, I'd have to be, uh, well... I would I'd be the relief pitcher for Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> You've got I'd his bail him out. I, I, I'd be good for about two pitches. There you go. And you'd have to get, but I'd, I'd, I'd get the last batter out and, you know. And, and putting on the 42 is important to you in that yes. way. No, but, you know, it's like such a great acknowledgement. What sport does that where every player, where every player in the league acknowledges the diversity and the triumph of, you know, not just Jackie Robinson, but all the people who went into, you know, I watched that movie this year, 42, yeah. and 
I had no idea the backstory of how many people were involved in making that happen. You, you always just think like, oh, Jackie Robinson just showed up one day. He was really good. He knocked on the door, and he was so good they had to let it play. You don't realize that it was that there was so much that went behind it to make it uh, to make it occur. So it's amazing when you do discover moments of significance or even triumph in a career. Yeah, how much goes on that we don't see behind the veil. Yeah, and and it tends. Especially now when everything is so fast and yeah. 140 and for, characters or and less. For all these guys who are out here, yeah. there was a there was a mom and dad, there was brothers and sisters, yeah. there was coaches, there was you know school teachers, everything that got these guys to be here. You know, like I was I was listen, listening to Lou Gehrig's speech the other night, his uh -huh. retirement speech, and you always hear the first part of the speech at the end of the, at the end of the speech, but they never really you never really hear the whole speech. Yeah. So I went and I googled it. In between, when he says, today I'm the luckiest man in the world, we always think, like, because he got to play for the Yankees, because right. he was a great baseball player. But what he says in between there is he says, you know, I have this amazing mother-in-law. I have the best family. I have all these people in my life that supported me. And that's why he, that's why he says that he was the luckiest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's, it's more than just being able to put a uniform and walk out there. It's that you have the respect, admiration, and the support of your friends and the community. Uh, it is amazing, and I think baseball, I, I've said this before many times, I believe baseball, the metaphoric value of baseball in terms of what it can teach and what it's about and the way it plays out is so much more like life than any other sport Yeah. that if you can't grasp it from the individual trying with backed up and supported by people you may or may not see, and that ultimately 66% of the time these guys fail. Yeah, and that that's still Hall of Fame worthy. It's, yes, it's, yes, it's, it's much that yeah. that has value to yeah. me in a big way. So uh, if you did that in bowling, you'd be you'd be, you'd uh, be in a beer league. You'd be a, you'd be in our league. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we'd be all yeah. be fine, but it wouldn't be nobody yeah. be watching you. <laughs> Actually, you'd just be drinking beer. Right. We wouldn't even be in the beer league. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be asked to just support the team. Yeah. Um, JV, you hit two pins down. <laughs> awesome. right. Could you get the snacks? Yes, yeah. yeah. we're really hungry. Yeah. When did you start uh, rooting for your San Francisco Giants? You know, when I was a kid, it was always part of our family. You know, we, I grew up in Northern California. You were either an A's fan or a Giants fan. At the time, the A's were really, really winning. We had those great World Series teams, you know, and and everybody knew all the A's players and. And so in our neighborhood, you either, when you went out on the on the field, you were either you know you were Vita Blue or you know or uh, uh, you know Raleigh Fingers uh -huh. or and, or you were a Giant, you know. And um, I I ironically I, I my little league team was the Dodgers. Really? Yeah, so so <laughs> so it was like you know I had this Dodgers hat, and but but you know I love the Giants and. Right. So, but I still have a soft spot for the Dodgers, so I don't mind coming out here. And, and it, you know, there's a, there's a lot of Giants who come into this stadium with, true. with dis disdain, you know, and I ain't one of them. Well, this is a great moment there. Uh, it's one and one on AJ Ellis. Can you pick up the play-by-play? -play yes. Uh, it is Dunning on the hill. We got Dunning, man. He's a long, tall drink of water. I think you put a little spit or a little Vaseline on the ball. I can't see, JB. Can you tell from here? I think I it's know. clean. I think he's throwing a clean ball. All right, let's see. Let's see what happens. See what kind of action will give you an idea of whether or not he's ducking the ball with some sunscreen. Yeah. Uh-oh, he's throwing in the dirt. There's a, there's a catcher for you. A.J. Ellis actually 
goes out and gets the ball himself. Yes. He's like, no, guys, I got this. I'm used to it. Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. So uh, the Dodgers robbery then is uh, Ellis digs in. You can pick it up from here. I don't want to take it over. Two and two the count. Two and two is the count. It's a nice, sunny, warm night here. Let's see if we get some heat on that. Oh, fastball. Oh, picked up by Crawford over to first base. Oh, ball overthrown. Missed the tag. This is not looking good for the Giants. A when big you, scoop by Crawford, but the throw had to be quick. And you couldn't quite get it. How much do you like watching Crawford play defense, though? Crawford is unbelievable. He's like one of those guys who is so athletic that you feel like he could play any sport. You know, it's like the way he moves, you can see yeah. him playing basketball, you can see him playing football. Yeah. Who, uh, who was your favorite giant growing up? Will Clark. Oh, Will Clark? Well, yeah. there you go. It's the smoothest swing in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but you know what? I, my favorite giant is and probably always will be Willie Mays because he's just, there we go, turning two. Nice. Willie Mays has is, is been such a fixture with the Giants, and it, it's great when you have, like, a legendary player who's still always around the ballpark. Yeah. He's always been in the community in San Francisco. He's, he's like, part of it. Uh, uh, he is a great one, a great one. It's now time for you to play start bench cut. Okay. Are you prepared? I'm ready. You're familiar with the rules of the game. It's now worldwide, so I'm sure you understand what it is. Start means they are in your lineup every day. Bench yep. means they're on the bench. Cut means they're out of the stadium. Are you yes, ready? I'm ready. I went through my extensive research on Wikipedia and found your influences musically. So here are three of them. Start, bench, and cut. One okay. of each. Okay. John Lennon, Bob Marley, The Clash. Oh, God. You're going to do it to me like that? Oh, I'm well, going to do it like that. Uh, I got I to start Bob Marley. And uh, I've got God. I've got the clash, the clash on the bench. I'm gonna cut John Lennon. Yes. Wow. I, I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna get hate mail for that. But right, now I'm gonna. I'm now I'm gonna hit you in your other nerve, San Francisco Giants. Yes. Start bench and cut. One of the following: Buster Posey, Kung Fu Panda, Bruce Bochy. Oh man. Well, Bochy's got to start, and Posey is just. We could put him at third base if we needed to. So we're going to drop the panda, just knowing that, that he's going to go to the food court, and we'll get him back later. He'll be available. Yeah, he'll be available. All right, so uh, the days of, um, what was that, uh, the hypocrisy? What was the band yes, name again? Disposable Heroes of Hip Hop. Disposable Heroes of Dis Hypocrisy. Yeah. Uh, I went to hip hop. Start bench cut, Jay-Z, Kanye, Dr. Dre. Well, I'm going to start Jay-Z. I'm going to uh, I'm going to bench Kanye and I'm going to put Dr. Dre uh, in the 90s. <laughs> I'm going to put him back in the 90s. Let's go get cut to another decade. Yeah. All right. If I re if I resurrect my 90s fantasy team, I'll start. That's it. All right, there we go. Yeah. He's got a place on the 90s team. Uh, you're a festival musician. You do a lot of the festivals. Yes. Start bench cut. Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, Coachella. Okay. Well. I'm going with uh, Bonnaroo for my starter. Bonnaroo. They've got they've got the most intense fans there right. because it's it's not the uh, 
the um, hotel sort of festival like Coachella is. Okay. And so Lollapalooza, I don't, I'm not feeling anymore. So I'm cutting them. Done. I'm benching Coachella. All right. And finally, San Francisco, your beloved city. Yes. Start bench cut, the Golden Gate, Alcatraz, Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, that's a no-brainer. We're, we're starting Golden Gate Bridge. We're benching Alcatraz, and we're cutting Fisherman's Wharf. See you, Wharf. We're seeing the Wharf. Out to the gone. sea. Out to the sea. <laughs> Seal food. We are back. It's the ninth inning as the Giants get their last licks in. Uh, we're hoping the Toronto family can help them out. We've gone to the bench, in fact. That's how great baseball is, and we know it's a family game. Please introduce who we brought onto the game. This is my son, Ade, and just as he got up here, we got a base hit, so there's hope Woo. for us, and he's bringing us good luck. All right, we like that. Uh, oh, in fact, they've gone to meet with Clayton Kershaw. Uh -oh. That's Ade's presence has been felt all yeah, the way down to the mound. <laughs> I'm Yoda. I like he's Yoda. It. <laughs> now, before we move on, in fact, so you, you made a song uh, in 2010 for uh, the Giants. Are you yeah. making another one? Yeah, we've got a song out at the moment. I'm alive, and we're doing a we're doing a Giants version of All it right, right now. Yeah. Uh, Dave, are you are you a Giants fan too? Yeah. All right, so it's a family affair. Yeah. yeah. You guys get to see a lot of games together. Uh, a few. You know, we, yeah. we get to go to a few games every year at the park. We watch it on TV when we go to pizza parlors. So. All right. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. Once the applause for Clayton Kershaw dies down. Here's the game. The fans know it. They love it. It's international revolution. I can say that because it's the internet and nobody's going to say anything about that. <laughs> it's three up, three down. I will bring up three topics of yes. interesting ideas. You will put down three baseball terms. We've laid those baseball terms out for you. For the fans at home, could you read those out so we know what we're working with? We got walk off. We got lights out. We got throw smoke, clutch. Closer, money ball, hit the showers. Five tool player and break one off. All right. We're bringing it all, people. Here's the thunder. All right, your first topic in three up, three down is the 2010 San Francisco Giants. Uh, what do you say, Ade? I don't really know what these mean. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. I'm going to say walk off is going to be uh, number one. Number one, yeah. yeah. Clutch for sure. Oh no, we just need one. Oh, I'll just give it two other ones. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So they were walk off. All they right. walk off champions. Walk it off. Oh, all right. right. Yeah. Your your second part of three up, three down is the 2002 San Francisco Giants. Ah. I'm going five to a player. Really? Explain. Yeah. Well. <laughs> No, nah, I'm not. I'm taking that off the board because I, I was going to use the tool in another reference. <laughs> but your but son not, is right no there. He's no longer with the team anymore. <laughs> we got good dudes on the, play, on the squad now, so I didn't even want to go there. But I'm, so I'm just going to go and hit the showers. That's right. They did. They had to hit the showers in 2002. And finally, the balance of your family life and musical career. The balance of my family life and musical career. Hmm. What do you say, Dede? I still don't know what these mean. <laughs> <laughs> Good you, answer. You used the one I know that, the used the only one I know that means something. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, let's say clutch. For our family life, we're always in the clutch. Ade's totally confused. Is that All like right. what they're saying? That's the five-tool player today. <laughs> All right. 
What do these mean? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what this means. That's three up, three down. That's Michael Fronte and his son of day. We're going to explain a few baseball terms, and then we'll get back to you later in the season. Yes. You have fun? Yeah. All right, thanks for your time. Awesome.